Yo, 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 you guys. This is episode number 49 of Soul Gap with Ash and Jazz. This is obviously Ash. And this is Jazz. And happy Wednesday, you guys. Yeah, definitely. This is pre-Thanksgiving Eve. Or Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah, that is it. (laughs) Thanksgiving Eve up in here. For For all the Americans, it's Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah, I'm still in the fence about the whole Thanksgiving thing. Simply because, like, back in college, I had the most amazing, 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 and mind you, I never wanted to take this class, but because it was a requirement based off of my whole track, I had to, I had to take it. So I was just like, you know, just fuck it, let me just take the class. And it was American history, and I'll never forget it. So sitting in class and stuff like that. And I legit looked at the guy and thought he was going to be like, oh, this regular schmuck that's just going to teach American history from the book and shit like that. And I sat down and sat for the whole first lecture. And I think it was like two hours long. And I was so intrigued because the first thing he said, and I kid you not, I'm not teaching out of this bullshit textbook. I'm going to teach you the real American history. I was just like, okay, I'm sold. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. Don't judge a book by its cover. For real. And I'm sitting in class and I was just like, so amazed by this guy because not only did he know his shit, but he took his shit so serious that he actually, like when we were discussing about the whole Salem witchcraft, uh, witchcraft, the whole Salem witch trials, um, he actually went to Salem, Massachusetts Hmm. and sat with some of the locals there that knew the history, like the back of their hand. And some of the the descendants of some of the witches who were, you know, supposedly the quote-unquote witches, because yeah. not, not all of them who were sent to trial were actual witches. Um, but that's another, that's like another history lesson. In any case, he sat with some of them and actually like got to know them and like got to the nitty gritty of the whole storyline and and got all the historical perspective that he needed. And I was so intrigued by that because I feel like if you're in that field, mm-hmm. you should take it to that distance. You know, and I understand like, yeah, money could be an issue. Not everybody could be able to travel and stuff like that, especially if it's something that relates to history. Um, even if you're talking about world history. But this guy went so far to the extreme to not only bring in his historical perspectives and studies on it, but also his experience with having to learn all of that from people who knew. So it was very humbling in that class and shit, I enjoyed it. Um, But yeah, he did the whole breakdown on Thanksgiving and I was just like, oh my God, (laughs) this is so terrible. (laughs) I was just like, oh shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's harsh. It's very harsh. Got to keep it 100. But yeah, it it was a very, um, it's not all like fucking turkey and shit. And (laughs) it's all peaceful vibes and shit like that. No, it was very, very barbaric story behind the history. Um, Really not something I I mean, I can say full heartedly. It's not something I'm very proud of, uh, which is probably why I'm always on the fence about the whole holiday. Um, But in any case, I'm looking forward to Looking forward to December, though. I mean, that's that's <laughs> looking on me up and up. I mean, besides it being my birthday and all, I mean, I want to toot my own horn, but damn it, this well, Jupiter yeah. got me uh, on a whole like vibe. I'm just feeling it. 
And it has to be. I mean, it's Jupiter and Sagittarius. I mean, all this good shit, bro. It's just, it's funny. It's very humbling, but it's very funny. Uh, and I say that because, um, I don't know. I've never, it, it's like a different perspective in my adult life where I'm looking at everything and I'm just like, wow, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Like, I remember years ago, years back, like saying to myself, like getting so frustrated because I wasn't where I wanted to be. And having this, like, not fear, but like dread that I was getting older and I was going to be left out of the crowd, like, so to speak. And I'm talking about in terms of like being settled down, all this other shit, good shit, um, having a family. I thought there's, that is where I wanted to be. And the journey didn't take me not even close. <laughs> right. And what's funny is that now I'm coming to terms like, shit, maybe that is a good thing. Uh, because had I been, I don't want to say distracted, but had I been so involved in that type of lifestyle, because I'm the type that I'll put 110% into everything. Mm-hmm. Maybe perhaps I would have had not gotten, I have I would have not progressed so far, like have done being in this whole solitude uh, journey with trying to get to know my spirit. And it's been very thought provoking and, um, you know, I mean, it's no knock on anybody else who's, you know, who's at that point in their life where they're, you know, they're happily married and, or they have family and stuff like that. That's good on you because that's your path. Um, right. But for me, yeah. But for me, it's been it's been one hell of a ro- roller coaster ride, um, in a good way, not necessarily a bad way. Um, but yeah, it's shit. I mean, it's been it's been phenomenal. I'm gonna put it that way. Very phenomenal. Yeah. I, and I'll take the good and the bad that came along with it because I know that was part of it. So, oh, completely. Yeah. So, 35, here I come. Woo, woo. There you go. For real. So, something came to mind to me today. As I was uh, pretty much at work and, you know, doing my damn thing and stuff like that. Do you ever find yourself, because you're an air sign, right? And there's a big misnomer about air signs and emotions, Hmm. Uh, there's this especially amongst the especially like the signs like Aquarians um, Geminis will be next and Libras where you guys are cold and detached from emotions to the point where there's a big misconception that you guys probably don't have any emotions have you ever (laughs) have you ever dealt with that or like heard of that I actually haven't and I think that's so far from the opposite of who I am (laughs) Like, I'm so in touch with my emotions. That seems crazy to me. That's what I thought. And I was just like, you know, me being as a fire sign, I mean, I I never, I, okay, I can never accept the idea that somebody could be totally devoid of emotions. Absolutely not. Simply because emotions is such a human thing. To tell somebody because of their sign or because of who they are that they're totally devoid of emotions is just like saying that they're not human. (laughs) Like they're not. Well, yeah, and that seems just like a bunch of bullshit because I think that it doesn't matter 
what sign you are it's like you're gonna have emotions yeah it was no it's just been so funny because um ever since I became uh, more aware of astrology and stuff like that and just learning about the different signs and the different um strengths and weaknesses and you know whether their emotions or how did they you know convey their emotions this is very interesting to see that it's like it was like a repetitive message that was out there that air signs typically are like they just don't they just don't have any emotions or they just don't show any emotions and I think that's what it is I think I think you guys got a different way of conveying your emotions that it's just not out there like it's not not for me yeah I'm like, it's just well, not out there like it's just not out for display and that's fine like I don't think there's anything wrong with that but I'm so open with my emotions it's not even funny yeah but it's just like it just Reading some of the comments, especially as I was like on this whole path of just like learning about all these different signs and stuff like that. And mind you, this is more for my education. It's not it's not anything that I'm going to use or anything that I would try to sell on anybody. But just be, you know, just going after the whole education of just learning the signs. I've noticed like that was like probably like the biggest uh and especially where uh, when an Aquarius is the funniest shit because there's the assumption that Aquarius are like fucking aliens like they have no emotions and I find that very hard to believe I find it so 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 believe unbelievable and uh but yeah but I think it's the detached um ability that the air signs share when it comes to emotions like you guys are the least like likeliest to wallow in your emotions. Like, yeah, you have it, but you won't let it affect your movement in life. Like, well, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm still gonna move regardless of what's going on. Yeah, because like, it's so funny because I I live with any emo- a very emotional parent, <laughs> and some of the shit is just theatrical because <laughs> it's like. <laughs> It's the funniest shit too, cause she's she's like a major drama queen, and uh, you know, but it's not in a, like not in an unhealthy way or a toxic way. It's just a very hilarious way because <laughs> because like for me, like I'll point it out to her and I say, okay, now you're overreacting, and then she's like, mm-hmm. yeah, just a little bit. I was like, no, a lot. Like <laughs> you really need to cut it out. But um, but yeah, it's like. For instance, like maybe she might get sensitive over something that I'll say, and, and it's like, yeah, I know I can be blunt at times, which I'm learning to, you know, kind of like pull back a little bit and rethink what I'm gonna say or anything like that. How's it gonna be perceived to the other person? Um, right. Because when I was younger, oh my god, Jesus Christ, like you, uh, it was like swords just coming out, just didn't even care, like just had no filter at all and it wasn't until like my sister brought to my attention and she was just like jazz you really need to check yourself before you say anything like (laughs) like it's cool sometimes but sometimes it comes out very like it can be very harsh and there's some people that just can't they they can't deal with that and um or they just don't have the capacity to process or understand that it's not that it's coming from 
from a bad place. Um, it's just the whole level of understanding and perceptions. Well, yeah, I mean, you have to understand the person. You have to be able to read the rub. Yeah, which um, thankfully, you know, as I got older, um, I've learned to not necessarily pull back, but uh, pull back to the point where, um, you know, what I have to say is justifiable. And, you know, I'm not hurting anybody or offending anything or... Um, you know, because some people are going to have their ideas, you know, and they, they're they going to have their beliefs. And it may not be something that I necessarily agree with, but I also want to be respectful in a way that they can still express it. And I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to be totally detached of what I feel right. in that regard. Um, but yeah, really interesting stuff. So, um... I actually been accused, believe it or not, of oh. acting like I have no emotions. Hmm. I need elaboration on that shit because I'm like, I, I don't know how how does one act like they have no emotions? Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Because it's like. I don't know. Like I heard of, you know, we we've always been taught to ignore, deny, or wear emotions. Um, which I just think it's it's just awful advice. Um, yeah, yeah. To so to suppress emotions and stuff like that, or push away. That's like something that is so opposite of my line of thinking. I always feel like you should be able to express that in your own healthy way whatever that way is completely and that in itself is healing um because the last thing you want to do is suppress it so much that is detrimental to your to your health overall so when i when i was accused of that i was like holy shit where the fuck did that come from <laughs> i was like what well did the person know you that much probably for about the past five years okay yeah yeah, um, I honestly, to God, don't know where the fuck that came from. Um, the only thing I can think of is perhaps the person hasn't really like met me, met me, or has been in my presence to really get to know me. They're just assuming that because of all these years that we have talked, that they already know me, know me like that. And I think that's the false illusion of time and being on social media that can easily uh, um, how do I put this in words in English? Um, I think that's like a misnomer on its own. Because you think you know somebody and you think that because you equate it with how long you know them and how you saw how you see them or view them on social media that you're already and you're latching on emotions on top of that, you already assume that you know the person. Well you can know them like it just depends on the person. Like if you choose to share everything about you, then that is you. Yeah. So it's just like I was just like totally thrown off. With that statement, I didn't even 
you know, I was just like, okay. I was like, that's interesting. All right. So, it, yeah, it was very confusing. Um, and that- I think it's just based on the person. It's like that per- like someone else is not going to be able to say that about you because I feel like I know you and I would never say that about you. Yeah. And we've never we've never met in person. So it's like, I don't know where that person is coming from. And that's why I asked how long they've known you because it's like, it's one thing if it's just some random person that's on your Instagram or reads your blog exactly. and they're like, oh, I think. But then if this person knows you, even if you haven't met. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. That seems, that seems weird. It's insane. We'll put it like that. And that's when you know it's time to toxic block. For real. Like, my, it was so funny because my sister was like, <laughs> I was telling her, right? She's like, she's like, Jazz, um, you know what you need to do? And I was just like, what? And I thought she was going to tell me something so profound. But she took it to another level. She's you need to invite him or her to the block button. <laughs> I was just like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's the thing. And it's like, yeah, all these big people, it's like, that's my first response to you is just block them and move on. Yeah. How many times have we talked about that? <laughs> A lot. And remember the next day, I'm like, did you toxic block? For real, you text me, bro. Okay, tell the listeners out there. <laughs> Offline, me and Ash had this whole conversation before. Totally different situation, mind you. <laughs> and she literally texted me the next day in the morning. I said, you not. Did you do... <laughs> what exactly did you say? You said something like, did you take care of what, what we were talking about yesterday? <laughs> or something like no, that. No, I literally said, did you block the toxic? I'm going to go back oh, to the yeah, toxic. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm going to find it because I think this is last week or it's like, yeah, it was the last week that we talked because last Saturday was the one with uh, Elena, but yeah. then last Wednesday I'm going to find it because now I'm dying to know what I said. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said checking in with a purple heart and a smile, bud. Did you block the toxic? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was the highlight of the morning, dude. So yeah, I, like... I literally told you that. Oh my god, I think around that time, like, I had, I probably just got up when you sent me that, too, because I know it was early in the morning or something like that. Yeah, you texted me at 5.57 a.m. Yeah. Bro, that was just so <laughs> funny. Oh my god. See, and that's where you know, like, it just, it, like I'm just that type of person, I'm like, I don't care anymore. It's like, I'm not gonna sit and simmer with emotions or simmer with thoughts. It's like, if I already know, like, now I'm at that point where I just let my intuition lead all the time. Yeah. And it's like, if I just, if I get a bad whiff of anything, I'm like, nope, I don't have time for that shit. Just toxic block. And it's not even so much about always blocking, because there's a lot of times where I don't even block someone. I just move on. Like, I don't got time for this. Yeah, that's what I find myself doing with a lot of folks these days. I'm just moving on, because it's just, it's just wasted energy on shit that's dumb shit dumb shit that's just not gonna go nowhere dumb shit and people that aren't gonna ever change so it's like why are you gonna waste time like yeah it's like i fucking changed like i fucking elevated from my game back when i was i mean the the jasmine that i was five years ago definitely not the jasmine that i am today and i'm not trying to be either i'm not trying to fight like fall back into old ways but Fuck it. I mean, I can't. I can't deal with this shit. Like, I need. I need some form of elevation. 
and and that's when I text you, toxic block. Yeah, it's just just fucking ridiculous. What was funny too, like thinking about it, because I was laughing, right? Because I remember you sent me that text, and I was just like so dumbfounded by like how some of the stupidest shitty ass messages that I got from this person, like dumb shit. And I was just like, it, it was like, the funny thing was that I was like, wow, this is a fucking narcissist, bro. This is a fucking narcissist that's walking around in social media. Again, fake empathy, you know, that's portraying yeah. to be like this particular image, have this particular persona, making us good people who are legit pretty much having, uh, making us look like we're, you know, it's just, it adds no, the credibility is out the door with them. Because it's just like, they put such a good front. They really do. And it's so fucking annoying. It, it drives me crazy. Yeah, exactly. It really and that's does. that's when you know, like, you just don't, you don't need validation by anyone. It's like, if your insides are good, this is what I'm coming to realize. It's like, I don't need... Because we've had this conversation before about how I go back and forth thinking I'm full of shit or thinking I'm a bad person. Yeah. At some point, like, you have to realize, like, you know what? It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. Like, I know, like, the people that are closest to me, like you and even, like, Tom or, like, Brian, like, people that I truly have spent enough time getting to know. And even after all the shit that went down with last year and all the podcast stuff. Like, I've gone to all these people and just those couple people. It's like, they already knew who I was. Like, they know that I'm never going to do anything with bad intent. Right. So it's like, why am I going to let certain people make me think that I'm a bad person? And that's the thing on some levels. like, Because it fucks with your it mind. Does. I mean, when you're in it that. It really does. When you're in that. And then when you have, like, a couple people telling you that you're doing awful things it makes you believe that maybe you are doing bad things or maybe you are a bad person or maybe you aren't coming from a genuine place. Yeah. I And I, especially when you were telling me about your situation, I was like, holy shit, they mind fucked the hell out of her because it wasn't just one person. It was like another person that was there. And oh, yeah, it was horrible. Horrible, yeah, horrible. I still have, ch- I still have like chills from all that because, the whole thing was just awful. And now that I'm so out of it, I'm like, dang, like, I really did get mind fucked because even thinking about Thanksgiving tomorrow, like, the fact that I get to go back to my family, because last year I didn't go, because that was like the first year that I had sent that message, like, being like, okay, I had to, like, end my relationship with them based on other people's thoughts that, like, this, this is what is blocking me, or th- these are the people that are blocking me from whatever. And now I've, I'm going back to see my family for Thanksgiving and it's like a lot happens in a year because last Thanksgiving I was letting other people like mind fuck me into believing that there should be no connection to my family or that they were the reason that were blocking me from having success or having anything. So wait a minute now. So how I didn't mean to cut you off. So how was it last year Thanksgiving? I mean, last year it was completely different. I don't think I really celebrated. So you were like by yourself? I was by myself. And then that oh whole God. community, that whole community that I was a part of, like they did some like special like video or whatever. 
Dude, the first thing that comes to mind when I think about this type <clears throat> of situation, it just sounds like a cult. <laughs> like, I can't, like... Yeah. That's some cult-like behavior bullshit. Yeah, and I remember it was, like, I was so in it, in it that I was so, like, afraid because at the time, like, that was all I had. And that was, like, my only connection. And then it was, like, well, if I don't, if I don't listen to that or if I don't end the relationship with my family then I didn't know what was going to happen. So, and even though, like, I'm not saying, like, I'm not going to sit here and lie. Like, my relationship with my family has been very all over the place. Like, it's not a perfect relationship. I've definitely, I feel like I've gotten so much closer to my mom or so much closer to my family as an adult, like, especially in the last year, because I've realized how valuable it is and how important it is. And obviously, like, childhood, I've definitely had a good relationship with them. I have no complaints, like no, like other than like silly little things from like teenage life and all this typical stuff that happens as like a child, like when you're living with parents. Yeah. I definitely have had, cause I did my whole wild run when I was in college. I did a lot of bad stuff, like not bad stuff. Like I started like experimenting. I remember I was looking into different religions and I was smoking and doing drugs and drinking and doing all the typical like 20 something behavior because I never did that in high school because I was so like sheltered and so like just like I don't want to say held back but there was like more like you shouldn't do that type of stuff and it was like I was kind of like abiding because I was under their roof and then when I went off into college thing I was like I kind of went off the deep end and like I, most people. I don't <laughs> yeah like most people and I don't think anything wrong with that but all that to being said like I think what happened was I don't know if it was like a mind fuck or what, but it was like almost making it seem like worse than it actually was. Yeah. I think I was like, like, I'm not here to say that like my relationship is not like 110%. Obviously it's improved a lot. Yeah. And just the fact that like, I was able to finally, like, I don't know. It's like last December it was after Christmas. Cause I didn't see my family last Christmas. Cause I was still in that whole mess. And then, like, a week or two later, I think it was, like, um, like a week into the new year, I was out of that program. I was done with that whole world or that whole community. And then I'm, like, you know, it's so awkward because now I'm not involved with that. And I have nothing. Like, I, ha- I don't have my podcast. I don't have this community anymore. I have absolutely nothing. And I was, like, going back and forth with, like, should I reach out to my family? Should I unblock them? Because it's not like I have these people in my ear. It's not like I have these people in my life anymore. Because they're sure not like supporting me now that I'm not paying for whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And it took me like that time. I'm like, you know what? This is silly. Because I think I got like a, a card in the mail from my parents. Like a happy Christmas or whatever. And I'm just like, why am I sitting here like not like not reaching out to them? Dude, I would have broke down and, and cried. To be honest with you. Yeah, and I definitely did. Like, that was why, like, that whole time before we reconnected or before you started to, like, kind of get the truth from me. Yeah. It was a really difficult time because it was, like, I never was able to really talk about it with anyone because I felt like I was, I felt like it was completely normal. Or if I was going to say anything, it was like, oh, that's not what's happening or you're just going to speak bad about these people or or I thought, oh, I wasn't mind fucked. Like it was all my own choice, which it was, but it was hard. Well, I mean, initially it I was. Still have, I mean, you know, I still have waves of like moments in time when I'm like, 
I don't even know. Like, how did I get into that? Like, how did I let that happen? But you know something? I think, I think even amidst the bullshit, there was a lesson that you had to learn in that. Yeah, the lesson was to not invest in anyone and to not let anyone make me delete everything and to not doubt my intuition. Exactly. Bingo. That's what it was. And I think your intuition was you know hinting at you since the like the jump and you know like most people you ignored it yeah you know so and that's what it was and then it's just like I don't know and I think that's really what resonated for me is just the fact that like my family acted like nothing even happened like I stopped talking to them for a full year and I mean, obviously, I've I've had those moments in time where I like kind of distanced myself, where we weren't talking as much. Yeah. But like, that was the first. I think that was a good like first time I like went a full year without any communication. And, That's what I was gonna ask. Like, how did your family react to like, like totally being like cut off? Well, I don't know because I blocked them. Oh. Did anybody like even called like? Say, hey, what's up, Ash? Why are you not? <laughs> what's going on? I don't on? know, because I blocked them. Oh, shit. You totally went no contact. Yeah, because that was what I was told I should do. Oh, my God. Dude, that's fucking... Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. That is some bullshit. Unbelievable. I don't even know if, like, that was, like... See, that's why I don't know, because it's, like, is that the mind fucker? is that not the mind fuck oh no they had you really severely mind fucked (laughs) to be honest with you yeah they because even though like if I was in a coaching scenario and I was talking about like things about my family and how I I didn't have like a good 100% relationship or like moments in time where I I felt like a black sheep or like time in my college career when I was like off doing my own thing and it was like so like anti what they taught me or like just not really seeing eye to eye with them or even just like the whole idea of being held back, like not really having much of a social life in high school because that was not really like it was just not part of my family dynamic. Like it wasn't like, oh, go out and date, like do all these things. Like I didn't really do a whole lot until college because it was just not the norm. Right. And now looking back at it, I think there was a moment in time when I helped, felt so much anger and animosity towards my family for holding me back at that time. But now I kind of see it in a different light. And I just, I think, I don't know if that added to the mind fuckery or if they just kind of bamboozled, bamboozled me because I shared like little pit, little bits and pieces of 20 something years of family dynamic. No, they, they really, they, okay. To put it fucking bluntly, they had a subversive tactic clearly to use what you thought were negative attributes to turn it against you and your family so that they can create that whole gap of space so you could totally ostracize yourself on your own and then make it appear like it was your fucking fault so no it was a bullshit tactic that they used and they were very they're very manipulative and they sound like two fucktard con artists i don't give a shit call it for what it is and well, they also told me that my parents were demonic well boom there you go you didn't have to tell me any, anything else they sound like two fucking con artists that know what they're doing and use psychological subversive tactics 
to prey on people who, especially who are empaths, who are sensitive by nature, and use that against, uh, uh, pretty much use that to their own benefit, which I, I think is totally fucking demonic in itself already. Because anybody to go to that extreme has fucking psychological problems. And the sad part is that they're in our fucking community. It's not a thing of where everybody in the spiritual community is all peaceful and shit. You got people out there that clearly are carn artists and they know what they're doing. Yeah. And I really wish you could press charges on these type of people, but unfortunately you can't. Well, like, it's like, why bother at this point? And that's the other thing that kills me too, Jazz, is just that it's still something I'm like, like I don't, I don't like talking about it, number one. Number two, I don't want to be the person, like, even going back to the whole dwelling thing. I'm like, I'm tired of talking about it. Yeah. I want it to be in the past, but then there's still going to be moments in time when it's like, it comes up. And I even deal with that being on my own podcast again. I'm like, I had that thought come up. I'm like, oh man, I wish I still had the old podcast because I built up such a following. And I'm like, I'm trying to let that part of me go. Yeah. And like, let it, let it lie, let it die, let it be done with. But I busted my ass like for over 400 days straight, building up a community, building up a podcast, making somewhat of a name for myself. Like I don't care about fame and all that bullshit, but it's like I built something up and now I'm, I'm restarting again. And I, I like restarting and but I like the thing doing is, it is again. That, the thing is, is that too. And that, and I know I mentioned this before, in essence, yeah, you you know you had the huge following and you had you had a lot of these episodes going and stuff like that, but you were also riding on that energy level, having to deal with these with these two dirt bags. I mean, do you really want to revive that from an energetic no, point def- of view? I definitely don't. So, in essence, so that's kind of like the the game that's playing in my own head of like, and I even did a whole episode about that, just like how. There'll be moments in time when it's like, I'm doing this podcast. I'm almost at 100 days. And I catch myself thinking, like, where was I 100 days into real talk? Mm, I was no. <laughs> and that's what comes up. I'm like, I can't sit here and compare and contrast. Yeah, no. I, don't compare, I don't compare myself to other podcasters. I'm going to be completely honest. Like, I don't compare myself to other people. Yeah. Like, I think that I probably did that in the past probably even before real talk like not even with podcasting in general just like the whole concept of like comparing where I am compared to other people yeah and even kind of what you started talking about like comparing yourself to like oh these people have babies already or they're married and I thought I wanted that but I don't and so I don't necessarily compare myself to other successful people I don't necessarily compare myself to other podcasters but I compare my detriment is comparing myself to myself and that's where it needs to stop yeah it really does because what you're doing is you're taking your past self and you're comparing to some to something that's brand new that's on a path to success so you're already you're already causing that blockage on yourself so in essence i think the only time you should go in, in the past is when you need to review something and then come back out of it and just keep it moving um yeah whether that was some type of goal that you were trying to um you were trying to achieve and you tried it one way and you're trying to see okay maybe let me see if if i could try it this time maybe if i get the same success that's one thing but if you're talking about 
where I was and what I was doing, like, that's pointless. It, it really is. Oh, I know. You know? I know it is. And luckily, like, I have those moments come up and then I snap out of it. Yeah, luckily you do because, um, like, it's not a detriment. I said it was a detriment. Like, that's just a downfall of myself or my mind. Yeah. But I don't, like, stay there. Like, it will come up. And I'll talk about it. Either I'll talk about it with you or I'll talk about it on my podcast because I like to be transparent with what I'm feeling. Yeah. But I don't fester on it. Yeah. That's, and, and that's the key point there, too. It's like it goes back to the whole emotions thing. Like, it's okay to have emotions. Um, the one thing I'm totally against is criticizing somebody for how they convey it because we're all different. It's not a thing of like, yeah, you know, I should criticize somebody because they don't show it. Like, people do have emotions. Like, it's just they have their own it way might of be doing it. Different. Yeah, it might be different. Like, just like the whole concept of how like a man isn't supposed to cry. Yeah, you know? like, there's these certain stereotypes or these certain ideas. I know we did a whole episode about masculine, feminine, and my whole purple like, penis. Like that shit was funny. Yeah, and your purple <laughs> penis. Yeah. My God. Like fuck. <laughs> fuck all that True. it's like fuck the box like i think i shared that i think i mentioned that on my podcast where i said yeah i was just having a conversation with jazz it's like fuck the box True. because i ain't gonna fit into one box okay. i want four different boxes in four different colors and one of them is like face on it because that's what i need <laughs> right exactly like i need to have a gazillion different boxes like oh. one day i might want and just like how I like having my heart options, like one day I might be all about the dark red fucker. The next day I'm gonna be all about the purple heart. For real, like it's it's like, whatever. I, I mean, the world is yours. Like I mean, come on, really? Like you... well, same thing with like creativity. It's like just like how we were talking about the whole podcasting thing, or like about emotions. It's like to each their own. And yeah. even going back to the whole conversation about am I a good person? Like inside, I know I am. And I think a lot of times what happens is I or other people, if you're listening and this resonates, like we tend to let another person tell us that we're a bad person, even though on the inside we know we're good. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's when you enter, that's where you enter the mind. Yeah. I mean, but that's part of the journey because it's teaching you something. And, um, and especially as an empath, I mean, we, I'm not to put us in that whole uh, pedestal and shit like that, but yeah, we feel it the most because we yeah. we're hard on ourselves. We really are, and sometimes I'm completely, yeah. Most of the emotions that we feel have absolutely nothing to do with us. It's just that because we pick it up, that that's what that is. And um, but yeah, we're. I mean, for me, like especially, I, I'm always thinking about like. Am I sign? Am I sounding truthfully honest? Is it coming from a good place, and or, you know, is this something that's going to offend somebody? If 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 it does, how? Like, what is that going to do? Yeah. And that's my biggest concern because the last thing I want to do is make anyone feel like they're shit. Um, that's totally not me. I mean, unless they were assholes, then I'm definitely going to check your ass because. <laughs> I don't play no shit. Like no, nah, you ain't doing it. Not. Mm-mm. I will call you out. And um, no, but you know, I totally do it respectfully. You know, to foster yeah. some type of change within the person. I'm not gonna curse your mama out because it's not that serious. But in essence, um, yeah, I think it's totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, yeah. 
coming back to the whole empath thing, um, yeah, we're these are stuff that especially always it, it always boggles my mind and stuff like that. Um, especially how I'm always I always find myself still being conscious of what uh, how I'm being perceived because I want to I want to come from a very total 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 transparent place where I'm like totally honest. And yeah. that's that. And I'm it still triggers thoughts even in my head, like like Jazz, like, are you sure? <laughs> that kind of a thing. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, oh shut up. Like <laughs> Are you sure you're conveying how you want to convey? Yeah, it's like that little mind that little voice. And I know what it is, it's like that lower end of the ego that's just like constantly questioning yeah. shit. Um but yeah, I mean it it's still I mean, and I think it's part of the whole equation as a human. You're still going to have those. Um, you're always going to have that little thought where it's just going to be like, uh, maybe I don't want to or, you know, I don't know. And that's normal. I think the important part is how you respond to it. That's what yeah. really counts. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And it's also it's also not letting letting other people's perceptions of you, like, get inside of you and make like it's not like you don't want to take that on like just because someone has like a judgment or a thought or like an idea of who you are you don't necessarily want to wear that like a scarlet letter yes and I was just having this conversation with somebody earlier this week and I said um something along the lines like um yeah I'm gonna come across people that are just not gonna like me and that's fine like yeah that's their reality it has nothing to do with me. So why should I, why should I hold any resentment to, to how they feel or how they're projecting their emotions towards me? And I just leave it off of that. And it took off so much pressure (laughs) because back in my early twenties, like I always thought about that shit. And uh, yeah, yeah. It used to mind fuck me all the time. And um, now that, you know, I'm a little older, um, you know, I came to the conclusion that fuck it, that's just that's just how they see it. That's their reality. And if that's how they view it, that's on them. Like it has nothing to do it has absolutely nothing to do with well, me. Yeah, and same thing with like you as a person, but then also your actions as a person. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because it's at the end of the day, it's not like I'm causing any harm towards anyone or I have any type of um resentment yeah or ill intense anything malice or anything like that like no absolutely not yeah and I think that's where you know like deep within it's like I can honestly say like hand to God or whatever Mm -hmm. whatever you believe in like I know for sure in my heart that anything I've ever done even stuff that people have accused me of it's like I've never done anything with ill intent like, I might have fucked things, I might have fucked things up, I might have hurt someone's feelings, I might have, like, gotten into bad arguments with friends or lovers or whoever, but nothing was ever done with a malicious intent. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely co-signed that. Because I know, like, I, I, man, growing up, I know I said some stupid shit, went sideways with a few people and stuff like that, hurt their feelings. And even though, I, you know, I tried to resolve with them, it just didn't work. And that's when you know. <laughs> like, yeah. Closure is kind of like an illusion. It's like a double-edged sword because... Exactly. It's like you want to go back, make amends, but it's like the other person is just not ready or they just don't want to hear it. 
and that's yeah, where you just gotta already stuck yeah they're they stuck in there they're gonna think what they're gonna think and there's no getting beyond it yeah because otherwise you're gonna spend like countless hours and countless years trying to convey to someone that's already so stuck in their beliefs about you or about your actions or about what you said from freaking like kindergarten oh yeah like you're never gonna get them out of that Oh yeah. Like, oh, I I'm never gonna forget that time that you stole my play toy out of the out of the sandbox. For real. <laughs> like I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That was not my intention. I didn't mean to steal it out of your hand. Luckily, um, there were a few people that I sent messages to, um, you know, expressing my apologies and stuff like that because I went sideways. Oh, me them. too. Yeah. The the furthest I get was that they read the message and that was that. And that was enough for me. That was enough. Yeah. yeah. You want to hear something funny about that? I remember that this is one of my like virtual assistant clients that I worked with. Like I was helping her with her business and I remember some shit went down and I think it was because <laughs> I was in Jamaica working with another client. And I think like something started slipping through the cracks just because I was on a different time zone and she was in the middle of a launch and I just didn't answer everything quick enough or like shit kind of broke apart Mm -hmm. and it kind of slowly started sliding down and I I just realized at that point that virtual assistant work was not for me I had like 20 different clients and I'm the type of person that's going to take on a lot and take on full tilt like everything give me everything that I can't possibly eat and I realized later that she was angry because I didn't see it at the time, but I was letting things slip and I wasn't even aware of it. But then later on, I did send an apology email and just like, let her know, like it was never my intention. Like, I'm sorry. This was just never the line of work for me. I just don't like being behind the scenes. And I kind of did this whole like three paragraph email. And it's kind of like what you said, like she never responded. I never expected a response. I just wanted to clear my conscience and like, explain or share or seriously like convey an apology through an email because I knew that a phone call wasn't an option and then like I don't know probably like two or three weeks later one of her good friends that I also knew that I ended up doing some other work for she told me that this person read my email and it really meant a lot to her really yeah wow like even though we never spoke again like I'm sure we're still gonna cross paths in some shape or form down the line we don't follow each other or anything but like I still know of her um I don't really pay attention like I once did but I have nothing but good thoughts towards this person and yeah later on like two or three weeks later this person told me oh yeah she mentioned that she got your email and it really meant a lot to her and I was fine with it because I'm like I didn't expect a response I just wanted I just wanted to unload or like give an actual apology and express what I was going through at the time. Like, not like, not like any of it, it was an excuse, but I just kind of shared, like, you know, I, I took on a lot of clients and it just wasn't the work for me. And I totally understand why you got upset and why it just, it it wasn't working out. Yeah. Oh man. So that's to show you that like, you never know, like, anything that we do it's like you might not get a response you might not get because I've even had that with like random shit too like back when I did my whole move like from Chicago to Jersey or New York I remember I got so many emails 
of all these random people that had never said a word to me. And you know how it is, because I'm sure you have this on Instagram, too. Like, this is back when Facebook was more like Facebook, not like Instagram was just starting to happen. Right. And I'd get all these messages or private messages on Facebook from people that had barely said a word. Like, they were connected to me, but it was more like, oh, I know this person that you know, or we went to something together, or blah 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 And out of the woodwork, like, all these people started messaging me saying how inspired they were by me. Wow. That oh I was being gosh. so open and I was being so open and vulnerable with my story. Like just because I that was like when I was in the thick of it. Like one day I'd be like, I don't have any dimes or my name. I literally did a uh, whole post where I called out for help and people started sending me money. It was like crazy shit. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. Uh I can't relate to that last story, but definitely can relate to that. To your first one. First one. Yeah. I mean and that took a lot out of me, like, to get me out of that emotional state, you know, and having to, like, recount and review what happened of that situation yeah. for it to get to that point. Like, it took a lot for me to reach out to this person and send them a message. And I knew I wanted to do it, um, mostly because, you know, I needed that peace within myself because it was all over the place and I always think like shit if I die tomorrow I don't want people behind me you know thinking that that's how I felt and that's how bitter I was towards them like the last thing I would want anybody to remember me is from an argument something that was just so stupid yeah or something that was just misconstrued like I know some people they'll say like with the whole narcissist like situation that I had I know some people are probably going to say, well, that's dumb. Like, why why initiate contact or anything like that with some, you know, with somebody that truly doesn't deserve it? And yeah, that's true. But for me, I felt like I needed that peace. I didn't want the person to call me back ever again. But because I need that closure to cut that tie off from mm-hmm. this person energetically, that was my way of just being able to totally just cut that karmic and that's what yeah. that was. It, it was like, it's like that karmic tie to that, to that energy center where it's just like, it's just gnawing at you the whole time. And it just keeps reminding you of like painful shit. And yeah. Um, yeah, I did the same thing. I sent the, I sent probably like three paragraphs to the nurses and I sent it via email. And I kid you not, he emails me back and he's just like, like and this was like months later, months, months later. He's like, um, he says something along the effect like, "I lost a real one," and I know what he was referring to. Like, he, you know, I lost a real friend, and I was just like, "Well, you know, it is what it is." I mean, I didn't answer him back. It didn't initiate. Yeah, yeah I just left it alone. Just cut it off because I was just like, "Okay, I'm done." Like, I already made my peace. Yeah, you said your peace, yeah, and-, and that was that. But, um, but yeah, that's the one thing, like, I always think about, God forbid, if I die tomorrow, I do not want people to think of me this particular way. And it's not a thing of, like, trying to kiss anybody's ass or trying to be perceived like I'm this, like, Miss Perfect, because I'm not. But I just, I'm, I'm thinking from, I'm thinking from terms of energy. I'm thinking in terms of vibrations and, and, 
you know, and play it cool with the universe and, and stuff like that. Last shit I want is another fucking karmic lesson, <laughs> which I don't want. Like, I'm done. Like, I already, I, I, I mastered it out. I don't need it anymore. Um, which is why I'm very big on, I'm very big on karma. You know, like, I, I don't fuck with that shit. Like, that shit is real. And um, it's just funny. I see so many, uh, so many people that I know on an acquaintance level, not friendship, mind you. But I see their situations, and I'm just like, mm, mm, mm. like, no, you're going the wrong way. But I, I can't say anything because that's their path. Like they're right. I mean, I'm. They the, have to go. They have to go through exactly. It. It's like I can give my advice, but chances are they may not even take it. So then it's just like, okay, they gotta learn. They they just gotta learn. Yeah. But um, but seeing like witnessing that. Like some of the shit that people put themselves through, I'm just like, dude, like, <laughs> you really, wanna, yeah, you really want to go that route? Like, come on. But see, that's how you know it's like one of us because it's like I know, like in my shit, like whenever I was doing stuff, it's like, hell no, I'm not taking your advice. Like, you can tell me to not touch that stove, but I'm gonna fucking touch the stove. For real, I'm just all right. Because I would have to go through it. Like, I have to go through it. Like, I'm gonna walk through the fire because I have to get burned myself. Like, I can't just have you tell me. Oh, Ash, I got burned when I went down that road. Yeah. I, I was, it was so funny. I think I was listening to, like... I, I think I was listening to, like, this uh, spiritual teacher online on YouTube. And she said the same thing. She's like, she's like, you know, some people, they have to... They just have to learn how to walk through the fire by themselves. Yeah. You can try to be the path towards the light all you want and and share your message all you want. People will read it, but when they put it into practice, that's on them. And you have to have peace with that, knowing that. And yeah. um, it took me a while to understand that because uh, I would get fuckingly annoyed with people. Like, they would ask me for fucking advice and they'll never take it. And that shit used to annoy the hell out of me. Because I'm just like, what's the point of asking me? Like, why are you wasting my time? So it took me a while to understand that it's okay to share your suggestions. Just don't expect that the whole class is going to listen. You know? Right. And that's that. Yeah, and I think I feel for that because it's like I'm that same type of person. So it's like when people don't take my advice or like my 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 suggestions, I have no qualms with that because I'm like, no, I get it. I get you because I'm you. For real. Like, I know, I know what you have to go through. Like, I know that you are. You're going to, like, ask me for my advice. And you're going to seek the wisdom. But you have to experience it. And so I can't fault you for that because I might feel bad for you because I know what you're going through. <laughs> and I know what you're, I know what you're, I know what road you're going down. And I know where it leads in one shape or the other. But I have, I have the awareness to know that that's how I am. So you have to do that too. Yeah, absolutely. Which is also the reason why um, I released the um, I released that need to like judge people and shit like that. Because like I would judge somebody like, and I know I said this before. Like I would openly be judgmental and stuff like that. And I've learned that no, it's not cool to judge because that's not <laughs> that's not your right. Like, you're just not a judger. Just Leave it alone for what it is. That's it. Judgy <laughs> misjection. For real. <laughs> <laughs> well, Don't be judgy judgy. Exactly. Ju- what is that? A like, childhood rhyme. 
judge, judge, tell the fudge. I've never heard of that. Why am I not here? Oh, wait, how long ago did, was that? Like, was that back in the eighties? Oh 80s? man, this had to be like beyond the eighties. Oh, this was like a, something that my grandma would tell me. Yeah, I have to go back and check that out. Now I'm gonna like Google that. Judge, judge, McFudge. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, but... Throwbacks, dude. It's hilarious. I know. I bust out these random throwbacks for real. Well, I hope everybody's Thanksgiving is gonna be. Um, lit. Yeah, very lit, very relaxed. <laughs> Light a candle, get some peace vibes to everybody around you. Share your food. Yes. Be happy. Be yes. merry. Don't let anyone uh make you wear a scarlet letter that's not yours. For real. Yeah, definitely. Let me. I'm gonna tell you what your turkey name is. <laughs> oh, tell me my turkey name. Yammy. Yemi Wishbone. Yemi Wishbone. Yemi. Why does that sound like a rapper? <laughs> <laughs> you know what mine is? Which one is what, what are you? Yeah, Bam St. Cranberry. You see, that sounds like two rappers, dude. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, Bam St. Cranberry up in here. <laughs> oh shit. Yemi Wishbone. She got that Thanksgiving float. <laughs> Yemi Wishbone on the tooth. Oh my god, this is funny, dude. It's been low. For real. You got to tell me how, how your whole Thanksgiving meal goes down with the fam this year. I will. For sure. All right, guys. Well, with that being said, happy Thanksgiving. Keep it real. Keep it peaceful. Keep it vibey. All love. All that good tell stuff. Tell us what you're grateful for. We're going to do the cliche thing because it's just what we always ask at oh, the dinner table. What are you most thankful for? What are you most grateful for? I am most grateful for having this opportunity to, in this life, to do what I do right now, which is being able to express love in the highest form, unconditionally, to others um, who definitely need it, because I feel like the world really needs it. Uh, It's very much lacking. So that's what I'm thankful for. Oh, man, Jazz, uh, I don't know if you heard about Mercy Hospital. What's up? Did you hear about Mercy Hospital? No, I did not. Oh, my God. It was an active shooter situation. This happened, I think, Monday or... No, Monday in Chicago. Oh, my God. What the hell? How did I not hear about that? This is, like, all over Twitter. And then someone someone knew someone that was in the building. Like, this person was in HR. Like, she was part of HR, and she was in the basement. She texted her friend and she's like, I need you to call 911. Oh my God, dude, that's fucking scary. Because this is like, this is just like, so it's just so close to home. Yeah. And it's just like, oh my God, like this happened at a hospital. For real. Like the the place you would think is like the safest. But this also happened in New York. I remember a couple, either, either a year ago, same thing happened. There was an active shooter and I think it was like some hospital out in Queens. Yeah, I remember that. That shit is crazy. But yeah, it was just awful. It was like all over the news. Like it was like my called my mom and she's like, "Yeah, that's all they're talking about." Oh my god. Yeah. So, fam, stay prayed up. I mean, seriously, like life is too short right now. So stop yeah, fucking around. Like... Make peace with people and just keep it moving. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I hate to say that, but you never know what what could happen. So, 
And that's why street smarts are everything. Mm-hmm. So what are you grateful for, though? I'm grateful for just being able to do what I do and share how I share through podcasting and through just connecting with humans. All right. Because that's honestly what I'm most grateful for is just all of the people out there that are listening to us, that are connecting with me on social, that I get the honor of connecting to. Awesome. I love it. Lucy, what are you grateful for? She's legit. I need to take a picture and post it on the Instagram. She's legit out. I mean, she got the pizza pillow right next to her. <laughs> she got her arm up in the air. She's like, I am done for the day. Yeah, for real. She's like, and I already she probably did my didn't part. do anything. She didn't do anything either. She has besides, in the kitchen. Besides uh, supervising, that's pretty much it. And barking at anything that moves. I'm so pumped for you to get your birthday card. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait. I can't believe you got me a birthday card, dude. It's the best thing ever. I was like at the <laughs> store the other day. I was like, I have to find the most perfect, like Halloween, not Halloween. I have to find the most perfect <laughs> birthday card for Jazz. And I literally saw this one. I'm like, this speaks to Jazz's soul on so many levels. Okay, so I pumped. bought it. I'm pumped. I'm so excited. And then the gift that goes with it is the bomb. And I got you a Christmas gift today. Bro, I was just like, oh, I was like, oh shit, she's gonna love this, and I can't <laughs> wait because it's like it's from a specialty yours, shop, so it's just like, you know, yours is gonna be a two parter because I have the I have my birthday card and birthday gift, and then the Christmas gift is an additional part. Oh my god, dude, I'm I'm so loved. <laughs> uh, I'm just like so you emotional. Are <laughs> you are loved. Oh my god. All right, you guys. Well, thank you for tuning in as always. Saturday is a big five zero for real. We're gonna be talking about fifty cents in them. You know we will. For real. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, All right, peace. guys. Have a love filled Thanksgiving. Yep. <laughs>